listening to Two Friends in a Book with Maddie and Nat. And this week, we're going to be talking about the book, The Idea of You by Robin Lee. All right, let's just jump right into it. We have already recorded one of these, and it sounded like shit. So here is round two. But luckily, that was over a month ago, so neither of us We're remember. We're older and wiser since then. We are. We're also in a different location. We also, I mean, that is true, so hopefully- No air conditioning in the background. Nope. And no- Husbands. Yeah. Husbands are- Gross. They are kind of nasty. I know, I was, be. I, did you know I was there when you got married? I did know that. Okay, cool. I did know that. I invited you, like, the month before. Yeah, because we weren't friends when you guys got engaged. Got engaged. And then I was like, I texted Shandy, I remember, and I said, uh, do you think it'd be weird if I invited Natalie to the wedding? Because I really want her to come. (laughs) And Shandy's like, no. And she goes, and I I said, well, do you think she'll be offended if I give her an invite now, like, a month before? And Shandy goes, no, I don't think so. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not very convincing. (laughs) Realistically, Maddie, do you know me to get offended by much? Well, at the time, I was like, I don't know. Now I wouldn't give a shit, but... Well, now, I w- if you ever get remarried, I would hope I get an invitation before a month out. See, now you would get offended by it. And now I would get offended by it. I talk to you literally 24-7. I'd be like, oh, by the way, I'm getting remarried and it's next month. Bitch, if you get remarried, I'm... Whether you want me to or not, I'm in the wedding. Well, yeah. Well, that's... Anyway, that's a whole... <laughs> See, this is why... I am we... happily married, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. He doesn't even listen to this. He's not gonna know. No, he would have no idea. Unless if someone... <laughs> even if somebody literally sent him a link to this episode and said, your wife trash talks you in this, he still wouldn't listen to it. Guaranteed. There's no way. Do you think he forgets he has a wife sometimes? Oh, 100%. Like, he's not just like this bachelor lone wolf out in the world. <laughs> no, I think now that he has me locked down, <laughs> he's like, I don't need Effort? I'm married. <laughs> See, this is why love the books. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> It would be so much more entertaining if we just sat in front of microphones and talked about stupid shit. Well, yeah, exactly. For like 30 minutes to an hour. I mean, we could do that. We could do both. We could. Because this book is pretty quick to talk about. It is pretty quick to talk about. Um, I know we have re-recorded this, so you already know all of my thoughts on this. I do. Completely, unironically. Well, I won't say Completely. Unironically, I enjoyed this book probably more than I should have for a a grown adult. I was going to say a semi-grown adult, but I am a full-grown adult, unfortunately. Mentally? Mentally, no. No, I think we're still- Physically, yes. I think we're still sitting at like 15, mentally. I was going to say 12 for me, but- Which, coincidentally, is almost as old as her boyfriend in this book. I know! (laughs) Nice segue. I nice love it. segue. Except this he's is, actually 20, not 13. This is, a, this is it's an age gap romance. Though. Oh, 100%. And it is a celebrity slash normal person romance. 
How would you how would you phrase celebrity slash I'd say celebrity slash normal person is probably a pretty fair way to describe it. I it's because hmm. she's definitely not like a commoner, you know? Like not like a Dumb and Dumber just started playing on my YouTube. I'm sorry, but <laughs> not sound like a Disney movie was about to play. And I was like, what? No, apparently it's the entire Dumb and Dumber movie. I don't even know. Oh, it's because we were looking at that fucking clip from oh, 22 Jump Street. Hello? My, my name's Jeff. Jeff. Apparently that's from 22 Jump Street. We had to look it up. Channing Tatum. Apparently there's a scene where he's like, my, my name's Jeff. Jeff. And if you watch the clip, then right after it goes into Dumb and Dumber, the full movie. In case you wanted to know that. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Me either, and I don't think I want to. No. <laughs> I hope everyone heard that. The, the music. <laughs> oh, that's not how you do it. Should I play it again? Yes, yes. I gotta, I gotta match the pitch of the... Is that like the... That's the intro to, like, Disney movies, right? Is that it? <laughs> Hold on, we gotta we got play it again. And then... Hang on, hang on, I gotta get to the same clip. Okay. Come on, load, you whore. Sorry, that wasn't very PG-13 of me. I don't think any of our podcasts could be labeled as PG-13. Oh, well, it's not going to play Dumb and Dumber now, and it's going to play Get Smart. I don't care about that. No, we care about Dumb and Dumber. Okay, here we go. Maybe. The people need to hear. The people. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I can totally match that. <coughs> Okay, let's check for accuracy real quick. Spot on. I never. That was. I mean, sign me up. Is that Disney? What is that? Paramount? Uh, no. It was. I gotta listen. Gotta watch it one more time. Okay, one more time. One more time. <laughs> DreamWorks. DreamWorks making Dumb and Dumber <laughs> New Line Cinema. Wow, I would not have guessed that. Okay, well, I just did the New Line Cinema theme song. I thought it was pretty good. Anyway, back to the story. The Idea of You by Robin Lee is about a 39-year-old woman named Celine who has a 12-year-old daughter who is obsessed with the boy band called August Moon, loosely based off of, as we believe, One Direction. I don't think that's where this author was going with I, that. So I googled this, uh -huh. right? And Robin Lee actually did an interview or whatever and said that she had no intentions of making this like a One Direction knockoff fan fiction type book. 
I think homegirls bullshit nuts though, because there is no way that this was not intended to be a One Direction fan fiction, and oh, she absolutely. just changed the name. Like it's giving very much After by Anna Todd, which was also which was a One Direction fan fiction on Wattpad before it got published. Mm-hmm. She just changed Harry to Harden. So like, same vibe. If you like After, you'll probably like this one more. The writing's a little bit better <laughs> uh, because it wasn't written by a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more of, like, an adult kind of romance. Um, well, yeah, and then the main ca- or the main singer in this boy band is named Hayes Campbell. I mean, come on, you cannot tell me that it isn't Harry Styles. I mean, the, the description of Hayes Campbell with, like, the curly brown hair, the... They're British, too. It's a British boy band. Who, what other British boy bands do we know... Besides One Direction. None. The Beatles is not a boy band. <laughs> was... They are boys in a band, but they play instruments, so that doesn't make them. Are the Wanted, are they from, are they British? Like so, like, but they also play came? instruments. Wanted played instruments? Oh, maybe. No, there was a huge feud between them and One Direction, like, 2012 2013 oh, I, I very distinctly right. remember that drama you're right you're right when i, I was like fucking balls deep in one direction world were they i don't know if they were british siri's <laughs> like nah bitch i'm not getting into the middle of that no because siri picked up when i was like fucking balls deep in one direction world <laughs> siri's like can you please not use that language around okay. me the wanted <laughs> They are. A, they're a British-Irish boy band, just oh. like One Direction. Wow. Because Niall was Irish. He well, was. he is Irish. He's He still is. He's still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Celine is a divorced single mom to her 12-year-old daughter, Isabel. And her ex-husband was supposed to take Isabel and her friends to go meet August Moon, the British boy band in this book, but he can't, so Celine offered to take them, and it's in Vegas, they live in LA, uh, so not super far away, but definitely a ways where they have to, like, stay there for the weekend or whatever, um, and Celine is also a museum, no, she's an art collector at an art gallery, uh, yeah, so she's kind of well-known because it's in L.A. She has, like, some famous artists usually uh, do some different showcases there and stuff. Um, so she's definitely not, like, your average Joe, but she's definitely not a celebrity like August Moon is, like, you know, nationally or internationally. She's, she's well-known in her field, but she's yeah. not a household name like no. August Moon. Especially not international. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they get there, and this is, like, right away. Like, they meet the boy band, like, within, like, the first ten pages of the book. And uh, they get through, they have, like, a meet and greet where they can, like, take pictures with the boy bands, which I would have freaking died if I got to do that with One Direction when I was 12. So, like, same. Isabel is already living the high life as a 12-year-old. It helps, too. So, Celine, super rich art collector. Uh, her ex-husband, Isabel's dad, is, like, a movie producer, so they're, yeah. like, rolling in the dough. 
Oh, yeah. Especially if you live in Los Angeles and they live in like a pretty nice a house. Fancy ass house. Yeah. So that house is easily over two million for sure in Los Angeles. I like how you. Oh, you're describing this house, even though there's, like, not much of a description of the house in the book. The house is easily over $2 million, As if We talk about it. As if times. we know what the house looks like. Well, yeah. I agree. It was probably an over $2 million house. I just oh, absolutely. I thought the way that that was brought up was really funny. <laughs> yeah, we don't really know what this house looks like, but I'm assuming if you're an art collector... And your ex-husband is a movie producer in Los Angeles. You probably are living in a nice a nice house. but They're not living in a 680-square-foot apartment. No, like us. Yours is a little bit bigger than Mine that. Mine is a little bit bigger than that, but not by much. Mine's not. I live in Fargo. Unfortunately. Definitely not L.A., which I wouldn't really want to live in L.A. anyway. I wouldn't want to live in L.A. either. I they feel would like be. everyone's so, like, in everyone's influencer status, and I am... Like, don't get me wrong, solid six in North Dakota, right? Yeah. Maybe a point five if I move to L.A. <laughs> I am not I an be, L.A. girly. <laughs> I could never be an influencer, and if I ever went to L.A., I would be the person in the back of an influencer's video that they're making fun of. You oh, know, like they're going to zoom in on me in the background, like, eating my ice cream cone or something. Well, yeah, that's like, why is And they're going to be like, this motherfucker. Like, a North Dakota 6, right? Yeah. A California point five. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you, yeah. No. We, I, we would not survive. I am, I do not have the, the mental strength to survive in California. I'm too soft for that shit, Same. man. Same, I'd be like, Somebody I. Somebody would say one mean thing to me and I would. Break down and cry. Fall. Same. Granted, that would happen in North Dakota too, but well, Minnesota or Midwest, nice. Yeah, people. Well, that doesn't stop some people. See, and it's okay to be pale and pasty up here because everybody's pale and pasty, so you don't even have to get like a nice California glow. You don't have to worry about that. Well, I feel like it'd be a lot easier to get that nice California glow living in California where it's not winter nine months out of the year. See, but. But you're not an outside girly. Nope. I am an outside girly. I could girly. be a beach girly. Oh, I could If be a there beach. was a beach anywhere near us. Well, we've got. The closest beach is in California. Minutes. We've got 45 minutes away. We got the nice beaches of Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. <laughs> with all the dead fish and snails everywhere. <laughs> that was so gross. We are going tubing down a river tomorrow. Okay. And- Put some respect on that river's name. We're going tubing down the Otter Tail River. Oh, is that? Oh, sorry. The Otter Tail River. Put some respect on its name. And, uh, you know, we do have listeners, apparently, all around the world. Our three listeners. No, that's everywhere. I was looking. We have people in Belgium. We have people in Brazil. Who we the have people in fuck Germany. In Brazil and Belgium and Germany are listening Australia? to Australia? Bots. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's true. We have a few people in Canada. And where else did I see? Can't remember. A lot of it is Midwest listeners, but that We have one in out. Georgia. We do. That's Only because it's my friend slash old roommate. Aw. Love you, Ashley. Come visit. <laughs> we also have to give a shout out to your mom because she keeps we, us accountable. Yeah. I saw my 
parents this past weekend for the 4th of July, and my mom totally called us out. She's like, you guys haven't posted a podcast in, like, a month and a half. And and it's like, we know, Heidi. We've we You know. posted on the Instagram that you were recording, like, two of them. Yeah, well, we didn't, so. Oh, no, we did not. Well, but we did record one. That's true. It just turned out poorly, so here Hence we are. That's why we're doing it again. Recording another, and maybe this one will actually get posted. <laughs> oh, it definitely will. It looks like the audio is already better. So, we, I have high hopes. I do. Um. Okay, where were we with the, we should probably talk about the book a little bit. Um. <laughs> They met August Moon. Yes. Um, and Hayes was, I forgot his name for a second. <laughs> I was going to call him Harry. Um, <laughs> Hayes was like instantly infatuated with Celine. Yes. Even though she is 20 years older than him. He was like, God, that's a milf. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, he thought that was Isabel's sister, which he I, mean, was, is I the think oldest. he was joking. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> the oldest like pickup line in the book. Um, the oldest trick in the book. That's right. Uh, anyway, so he was super into Celine and wanted to give them, like, the true backstage VIP pass after the concert. Uh, it's something that they didn't pay for, but obviously, I mean, who would turn that down? So after the concert, they all, uh, Celine, her daughter, and her two friends, uh, go backstage to go party with August Moon, and that's where Celine and Hayes really just kind of hit it off. There's, like, an instant connection between them, and uh, I think they exchange numbers, too, but Celine is like, ah, oh, like, this is obviously nothing's gonna happen out of this, like, he'll forget about me in the morning, or whatever, like, he probably has a million girls in his back pocket, which, I mean, he does, but she didn't think that there would this would ever go anywhere, especially she thought it was ridiculous that they were 20 years well, yeah, they different, too. So they exchange numbers or whatever and he messages her because their show was in vegas but they were going to be going to la soon yep uh so when they're in la he like reaches out to her messages her or something is like hey let's get dinner or lunch or whatever they chose to get yep. and they went and got lunch at this fancy ass restaurant and she's like homie this ain't a date and he's like oh oh yes it is oh it is so lean. so and so started the crazy relationship the romance i was gonna try to think of like a description for the romance and like very the word the word tumultuous ah. it was a very tumultuous romance and passionate it was passionate it was very passionate. a lot of sex a lot of sex mom don't like... listen to this episode yeah sorry heidi <laughs> sorry heidi <laughs> a lot of bleep in this <laughs> <laughs> um see i censored it that one, that one word, I censored it. Honestly, Out of all we, the, um, if we were going to censor stuff, we wouldn't be able to post, like, any of it. It's like that one Spongebob episode where they uh, get rid of the uh, swear words with, like, dolphin noises. And there's, like, that one guy <laughs> who's, like, really pissed in the in Spongebob. I don't know what episode it is, but he's like, and bleep, and bleep. Ooh, bleep. Like, it just, every word was a dolphin noise, and it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> of course, as a kid, you're like, what? What is going on? But now you know. What, what would our podcast equivalent of the dolphin noise be? It'd probably be... Beep. No, it'd probably be my, my rendition of the New Line Cinema. Oh. Ooh, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of 
in this book. See? It works. <laughs> it you can literally apply it to any swear word. <laughs> okay. And this is a bunch of bull. Do, 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 do. Okay, moving on. See? Where were we? Uh, well, we were. Where were we? Oh, um, and they got lunch. They hit it off. Very passionate relationship. He obviously, uh, is from England, and so he goes back home but he also travels and tours all over the world because they're an international sensation and I think he finally convinces Celine like we can do this let's just keep it more low-key for Isabel's sake is it Um, him it's not him wanting it low-key though like she he was like ready to go public she was the one who said now we got to keep this on the DL because my daughter would hate me so he agreed he agreed yeah that's true he agreed to make it more low-key. Because, um, I mean, I think ultimately he just wants to see her and be with her. Because I think he actually, like, he really, really loves Celine. Um, and, and she always was, she was, she liked the feeling of being with him. Because she felt like she was desirable still. And, uh, but I think she also she had, had. age complex. Yeah. And she had a lot of reservations in the back of her mind. Like, this he's obviously going to get bored of me. He's going to want somebody younger. He has his whole life ahead of him. He, this isn't, he doesn't want me. Like, this is crazy. Like, he's not actually in love with me. It's more of like a... An infatuation. Yeah. Um, but she ends up, like, going to different art shows around the world, uh, and then he also just happens to be on tour, too in these countries so they're like basically going all over the world together do it like meeting up in hotel rooms doing things a little bit more secreted secretively while she's continually pawning her child off on her ex-husband yep which like i guess it's not pawning her child off but she dips out of california and very much shirks her responsibilities as a gallery owner Mm -hmm. and a parent yeah and her best friend in order to go gallivant across the world with, with this her 20-year-old. 20-year-old. And her best friend is also her business partner at the art gallery. And her best friend does cover for her a lot. And has her back with a... Her best friend is way supportive. Way more supportive than any, like, professional serious in the art world would be, I think. Oh, absolutely. Like, if you did this, I'd be like, girl, what are you doing? Madeline, in what world could I pull a fucking rock star? Well, well Alec Benjamin, the, your day will come. Next yeah. concert, he's going to fall in love with me. Should I take him in this podcast? <laughs> and be like, tune in at the 25 minute and 30 second mark. Yes. Okay, I'll do it. Did you see on his Instagram that he said he wrote 69 songs this year? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. 69. That's amazing. One day he's going to be like, oh my, oh my god, it's her. I'm in love with her. She's the one. She's the one. And Maybe then, he already had that epiphany because we've already seen him twice now. He and now did, he's just trying to find he you. He did touch my arm and 
read the back of my tattoo. And well, he read did, my tattoo, so. didn't he, like, comment a bunch of hearts or something to you, too? He responded on one of my comments on his post. I, Obviously, I get so it. Fun. He's in love with me. He's got to fight off all of the other guys. I mean, honestly, he, he really he has to pine over you, for sure. Oh, he would win. Yes. Hands but, down. Yes. But. <laughs> he's got to work for it. It's, this is probably, like, a Cinderella situation where he... <laughs> He he's still like, wow, where did she go? Who was that girl with the he's tattoo? He's just been thinking about my yeah. tattoos since yeah. October. We're we're gonna see a post by him saying the girl with the book and flowers coming out tattoo. Cue every fucking white girl on book talk in the US. He's gonna be like, Can you please message me? Well, you know who Jake T. Austin is, right? Yes. Like from Wizard, an- Wizards of Waverly yes. Place. Yes. Um, he, I, I don't know if he's married, but he started dating a fan that they started talking on Instagram DMs. See? So like, Alec, I know that my Instagram is private, but I will open my DMs up for you specifically. Just for you. See? I mean, it's meant to be. It is meant to be. It's okay. You guys have the same birthday. We do. So... I can totally message him for you <laughs> and say, hey, you and I have the same birthday, but have you met my best friend? <laughs> she she vibes with me and I'm a Gemini, which means she's going to vibe with you, you because you're, you're a, a Gemini. Gemini. Oh, yes. Man. I would also say most Geminis are a red flag. What's your biggest red flag? You asked me this earlier, too. And I don't think you responded to me. No, but, I mean, what what would it be? I, I'm green flags all around. <laughs> I don't have a red flag. <laughs> How about we give each other... Do you want me to tell you your biggest red flag? Yes, please. The hypochondria. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I totally forgot. See, I'm in, I'm in anxiety meds now, though, and I'm doing pretty good. I haven't had a hypochondria attack. In a long time. What's my biggest red flag? You're, well, you already told me yours, and I totally agree. You're uh, expressing your feelings. But it's okay. It's we, okay. We're working we're on it. Hey, therapy's for a reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anxiety meds, therapy, what a duo. What a combo. What a combo. I forgot. See, I, have I would be such a... I cannot believe it. About to, these words are going to come out of my mouth. Oh, Lord. I would be so... <laughs> oh, no. I don't even know what you're going to say. This is back to the Alec Benjamin. Oh, okay, yep. We're circling back. We're circling back. Because I've gone to therapy, I would be such an emotionally mature lover. That for him, specifically. He would totally write a song about oh, you. Oh, my God, he would. That one song that Actually, he- most of his songs... That he's written this past year are probably about me. Oh, because yeah. he wrote them <gasps> since he saw my tattoo last. He's there's probably going to be a song in there that says the or that's there's going to be a line that says the girl with the book tattoo and flowers. It <laughs> maybe a little more eloquently than that. Well, yes, I'm obviously not a singer songwriter, but as we all know from my <laughs> beautiful rendition of new cinema, new lines. Cinema line? New line cinema. One of those. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked a lot about this book. <laughs> yeah. 
But I kind of, I enjoyed this You know what? More. This is more fun. It is. This is more fun. I agree. Um, Wait until we talk about the next book, though. Oof. Oof. <laughs> That'll be a doozy. The next one, if you guys all want to know. Should I tell <laughs> them the episode, or should I give them a little synopsis of the book, and they just have to guess? Well, no. <laughs> okay. It's things we never got. I don't know what she meant no to, but I'm going to tell you the title. <laughs> no to the giving them the plot. Okay. It's Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score. Yeah. Oh, here's your cat. Which one? Huey. Oh, man. He's so fluffy. What else is there to talk about? Oh, we should probably talk about how the book ends. <laughs> the book? Yeah. yeah, so they're gallivanting across the world, having sex in all of these... Crazy resorts. Crazy, wonderful locations. Yep. Um, Eventually, her daughter finds out. How does she find out? There's a picture online. Oh, so fangirls, fangirls, like, spot them together. No, no, but I thought they were on a boat. Oh, yeah, they were on a, well, that was after, Isabel knew about that already. Oh, Um, knew about them? She knew about them already, but. Oh, okay. They, so, fangirls, like, started spotting them together. They figured out who she was. Uh, they basically, like, doxxed her and started, like, mailing, <laughs> mailing her dildos. Um, they vandalized. Death threats. They gave her death threats. They vandalized her art gallery. Um, started, like, stalking her outside of her house, too. Yeah, stalking her. Isabel hated her for a hot minute uh, and preferred her dad, but then her dad got engaged. To, to his girl. new girl, who was, like, ten years younger than him. So that was kind of hypocritical of him to, like, hate on Celine when he was doing the same thing. Yep. Um, and then that's Hayes. meant for you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he's probably a Gemini. Um, but then, when her dad gets engaged to this new chick, she's like, actually, Mom, you're not that bad. Um, and she's, like, kind of okay with it, even no, though she's, Hayes like... No, but Hayes comes over to talk to her. Oh, yeah, which, Hayes plays bleh. stepdad. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to play house. And even though he's parent seven years child. older. Yeah, which is, yikes. Uh, but obviously she she listens to him because that's like her freaking idol because she has posters all over the place in her bedroom of him, even though it's her mom's boyfriend now, so that's a little weird. Um, anyway, she eventually gets over it and is like, you know, Mom, if you're happy, I'm happy. Uh, I just hope you know what you're doing, yada, yada, yada. Like, just be safe. And, of course, you know, as... Everyone would suspect this kind of all goes up in flames when they decide to have sex on a boat and there's a paparazzi off in the distance that they didn't know about taking pictures of them having sex on this boat um, on this like secluded beach area. Um, So, of course, that makes it into the tabloids and Isabel gets super embarrassed because yep. there's pictures of her mom having sex with a 20-year-old on, like, all of these tabloids. And then, of course, all the fangirls, too, get even more crazy because they're like, oh, my God, like, this is whatever. And so Celine almost kind of, like, she has to start, I mean, she was already doing this, but there's, like, this huge, like, fangirl base right outside of Hayes' hotel room, and uh, she has to, like, be extra cautious about how she gets in through the back and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I think she just finally realizes, like, what is going on. And then, of course, uh, we also learn, too, that Hayes' best friend, Oliver, is in the band. And his sister had sex with Hayes 
when she, Hayes, Hayes lost his virginity to she, Oliver's older sister. And she was like 19 and Hayes and he was, was like, like 16? 15? I he was 14. Oh my god. Very much sketchy, Ooh. but Hayes was like trying to hide the fa- hide from Oliver that he fucked his sister. Yep. Um, but Oliver actually knew all along and was like trying to basically sabotage Hayes' relationship with Celine. Yep. And he like tries to come on to Celine and she gets super uncomfy and she tells Hayes. And, and then, then there's, like, a huge fight between them. And then Hayes and Oliver get into, like, a literal fucking fist fight, and Hayes can't perform one he night. he, like, breaks his nose or something? Yeah. and Oliver she... breaks Hayes' nose. And then Celine's like, shit, this is too much. Like, this, I can't come between, like, the biggest boy band in the world. Like, this yeah. isn't gonna work. Especially since Hayes is only 20, and she does this whole thing at the end where... She's like, you know, boy bands aren't forever. Please enjoy this while you can, because you probably are only going to have, like, another two, three years of this band before something happens. Like, one of you guys goes solo, or one of you guys ends up getting married or having a kid, whatever. Uh, she's like, enjoy it for now. Um, you know, this isn't the lifestyle I want. I have a daughter to think about. Like, this is crazy. Like, I didn't realize all this was going to happen. She goes, I have responsibilities. I have a career. I'm an adult. Like, I can't be gallivanting around the world with you. And, of course, he's like, oh, my God, you're breaking up with me. How could you? Whatever. Then, I think, like, a couple weeks go by or something, and he shows up back at her house in California and says that he quit the band, and he is super dedicated and devoted to her, just wants to be with her. And so he quit the band, and then, of course, she was like, you can't do that. Um, And so the end of the book is basically them just calling it quits, being done. And he tries to get back together with her a couple times, but then eventually he... Let's it fade on. Yeah, gets the hit, and he's done. I feel like I need to mention here, Maddie read this book before I did. I did. Um, And I actually borrowed her copy of this book. Very good. Very, very nice of you. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, But Maddie told me that I was not going to predict the ending. Um, So I was like, okay, something weird is going to happen, right? And here I am in my cynical fucking mind thinking, like, it's not going to be just like, oh, it's not a happy ever after romance. They don't get back together. No, I was was thinking dark shit. Like, when he (laughs) showed back up at her house at the end of the book, I'm like, oh, shit, for real, he is going to murder Celine and then kill himself because if he can't have her nobody can that would have been such a better ending could to you this imagine book. if that just happened in it would have been so much better though that would have been it would have been, been so much better I would have enjoyed that more than them just breaking up than just breaking up like yeah them breaking up and it not being a heavily after heavily happily ever uh, after. a heavily after a happily romance. ever after was Different than like most romance books, but it would have been a lot. It would have been a lot better if there was some murder. What's the author's name? Robin Lee. Yeah, Robin. Notes for the next one. Murder. Make there. Yeah. Make there be murder. Make there. Also, side note: Why do you have bubbles in Play-Doh? Um, (laughs) I've been staring at it, and I don't know if I'm in a almost twenty-five-year-old's apartment or a twelve-year-old's apartment. My mom brought me those. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm um, so sorry, Heidi. They're toys because I like toys. <laughs> what? The cat. I don't think I have ever seen you blow a bubble. <laughs> because I blow them. <laughs> I blow them at my cats because they hate them. 
Oh. And it's really fun. And then the Play-Doh is just fun to play with. Well, I could get behind the Play-Doh, but I don't... Bubbles? The bubbles are mainly just to terrorize the cats. Okay. Well, that's fair. <laughs> you know, Maddie, maybe your life would be better if you had toys at your apartment, like well, Bubbles and Play-Doh. Uh, <laughs> I think this is a good... This okay. Is a good this is a good ending spot. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.